Is this episode 21? Do you know? I think so. I think so. Episode 21. If you hear some noises, if you hear some kids, I'm at the beach with my whole family. So I think there's, I have no idea how many kids. It's like 12 or something now running around. So there's probably going to be some screams, some random stuff happening. That's going to be all fun and well and, and cool and all of that. Before we get into anything, can you let us know what happened today in history? Man, can I ever... Today, man, in history, South Carolina, I pulled this for you. South Carolina becomes the eighth state to ratify the U.S. Constitution in 1788. Today. Mm. So I thought you would, uh, you'd get some valuable, valuable information. As a South Carolinian. And then I got one more. Because you know how people always say Bonnie and Clyde? They're like Bonnie and Clyde, especially Mm -hmm. rappers. And in 1934, Bonnie and Clyde were killed on this day in Louisiana by police. What year? Yeah. What year? 1934. 1934. RIP Bonnie and Clyde. Man, that's a big reference. Some people say Bonnie and Clyde, don't they? Wow. You're proud of that one, aren't you? That was a great pull. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I pulled both of those. Wow. It must be nice being that smart. I'm telling you what, man, I did a lot of research on that. I, did, I went to like well, five different websites. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Well, we've got on this episode, we've got NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, PGA championship, lots mm. of fun things happening. But I figured mm. before we jumped into that, uh, let's start off with the Iceman's unsung hero. How's that sound? Like All that. right. So here live to kick it off, we've got Iceman. What's up, man? How are you? Dude, it's happening. Oh wait, are you? Is Iceman here? Oh, Iceman's right oh, here. I'm here. Oh my goodness! Hold on, Iceman live Iceman. in in person. In the words of Bruce Buffer, we are live. We'll do it live. Dude, this is this is arguably a top four day in my life. Wow. You mean that? Yeah. The first, I don't want to know second, when that moves down. <laughs> I've, I've had a lot of bad days but Iceman, good to see you brother good to see you too man and this week's unsung hero is John Michael Fail from my alma mater North Greenville University John Michael Fail has been the, the woo, Division 2 uh, RBI leader at a little over 300 he broke that back in the end of April but this past week in regionals for the D2 baseball playoffs, John Michael Fail broke the Division II career home run record with a three-run walk-off ding-dong. Way to do it in walk-off fashion. And that right there, gentlemen, is just beyond impressive. North Greenville's going to, for the repeat. They won the national title last year. And say whatever you want about Division II, Christian and I will fight you about mm-hmm. Division II, Division III. Yeah. And, uh, but hey. it's incredible what this kid's pulled off. And listen. Uh, nothing's to say this kid's going to stop here. So John Michael Fail, here's to you. You are this week's unsung hero because when you're going to break a record, <laughs> do, do it, it in the postseason fashion. with a three-run ding-dong, man. Wow. Sounds like Christian it. himself right there, the home run I leader. I tell you what, man, I've had dreams like that where I right. like, hit a walk-off. Dude, last night, speaking of dreams, I had a dream last <laughs> night that I, I played in the PGA Championship. I was you there. Do? I was I was tied second. It was Brooks Kepka than me in my dream. Who are you tied with? Yeah. Uh, no, who were you tied with, with at the time uh, in the dream? Was it Scotty? I was tied. Or with, no, it was Harvard. Vic, it was literally okay. the exact PGA Championship leaderboard. Uh, it just, was just me. <laughs> I was just there. Sounds like realistic. It. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. should we talk about that? The PGA. Oh, we should. Uh, do you want to go there? Perfect segue. Because Brooksy, long live golf. I'm standing by that slogan. <laughs> it was so poetic. Dude, That's I'm what you want to see. I, That's what so, the people want. I was just so happy for him because it is. it takes a lot to go from where he was and to winning another major. Like over a two-year span, he won four majors, which is like unbelievable. And then he didn't win for like four years. And then yeah. he won the major. Uh, Enter full yes. swing. I'm the worst. I'm <laughs> so bad at golf. I'm terrible. He was a drama queen, though. 
He was, but, but listen, so, he was such a joke. He wasn't as boring as Scotty, so we're fine. But the best part of this whole thing is that like Brooks is the one guy that made the jump to live, and he was like, "It's about the money." Yeah, he's like, it, "It's yeah. about generational wealth. Like my grandkids are going to be set up because I made this move." And say whatever you want about live, but the fact that we all knew this was coming—that one of them was going to win a major. Yeah. And it ends up being the one that PGA's name is literally tied to. It's just beautiful oh, in its own right. Poetic. It's just, I'm it so is. excited for all the conversations. The PGA is going to be scrambling. Oh, oh, yeah. Gosh. Dude, I tell you what, that was their worst nightmare. Like, that was like, you noticed That's how totally. much they... He almost did it in the match. You noticed how much they focused on Michael Block? Yeah. Like, yeah. first of all, Michael Which Block's phenomenal performance. Phenomenal. Drained it. He knows exactly I mean, how far like, whatever club he grew on 15. Buckets. Yeah. He knew exactly what he like, grew on 15. He's like, it's that exact yardage. It's going in. Let's do it. Yeah. I just, first of all, for that guy to finish top 15 and to make a hole in one, like that, that literally is a dream. Like <laughs> that is something you 100% dream of. But I noticed like, and it kind of, I don't know how you guys felt like if you're watching, but when Brooks kept was coming down the stretch, like the last, you know, two, three, four holes, like they kept showing Michael Block. And like, I feel like, like, don't wrong, phenomenal job with Michael Block, but like, I feel like there's a reason for it, the PGA, because they wanted to keep showing like a PGA pro and not Kepka who's on left. I think you're right. Absolutely. No, Absolutely. Well, and, and he, but to, to Block's credit, I mean, they're, they're, you know, on 15, he turns around to Rory McIlroy and he's like, are you kidding? Like his immediate reaction is just shock and awe when he dunks that ball. So I mean I, I I doubt that hitting a hole in one ever would get old, but, but the to way do that it happened. there, holy cow, man! And then I was watching. I'm gonna disclaimer: it was on in my car as I was driving. I was not watching. I was listening to it very safely, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, was it him who he sunk a putt on 18 as well? Was or who's who was that? Because again, I wasn't uh, watching. I was only listening. That was him. So he sunk yeah. a putt on 18 in order to re-qualify for the PGA. So okay, if you're that's, a top that's, 15. What, that's what I thought was Yeah, that. if you're top 15 in the PGA championship, you get an automatic invite next yep. year. Okay. I mean, so. Well, and I saw on Twitter last night that he's already gotten an invite from somebody else. like To the really? Colonial like, next week. Yeah. Next week, yeah. the Colonial called him and was like, hey, we have one more sponsor exemption. We want you to play. And of course, like Sick. the whole story at the... The Colonial, first of all, it's a good tournament, but like a lot of players don't play in it because it's the tournament after a major. And yeah. so, of course, they want someone like Michael Block like in the tournament. He's going to get so much publicity. I want him to win it so bad. Yeah, capitalize while he's hot. Please. I guarantee. I'm the money for I don't know. I don't know what the odds. I hate saying this, but I don't know what the odds are. But like there's no shot he comes close to making the cut. I I think he's gonna. I mean, he might shoot like plus eight, plus eight. Like, like if you're giving it a percentage, close. are you giving it like twelve percent chance he makes the cut? Something very low, like probably. But if like he 10%. does, but if he does, yeah. Who is I mean, playing him in the like, movie? Because like, <laughs> like <laughs> <a> volunteers <laughs> tribute. <laughs> like what? Crazy. I All right, know. so uh, NBA NBA playoffs. Oh, Boston sports fan, take the floor. Uh, yeah. About that, Boston uh, and seven. Woof. Question mark. The Jimmy Butler effect. Uh, is you think he's Michael Jordan's kid? I think he's Michael Jordan's kid. But you that's think a whole he's other Michael day. Kid? <laughs> you know Should we go there? Let's go there. There's Let's a whole there. conspiracy theory Let's that Jimmy there. Butler is Michael Jordan's kid. I. Okay, what he's do you playing think? like? What he makes explain? everybody else yeah, on the floor better. Yeah. So long story short, the conspiracy theory, and somebody's going to be yelling at their radio when they hear this, but is basically that his family was in Chicago at the right time. His mom was that when. He would have been brought into this world that uh, Michael Jordan could have been his dad. There's like facial similarities. People have done like the side by side facial matchup. Y'all can find it, and uh, and and it's pretty bad. And they've done like it? they've done things where like they took if you shave off Jimmy Butler's hair, like it. it I mean, it, it's pretty crazy. So all that to say is that uh, I think that's the only thing that makes sense. It, it's a thing. Yeah, it's that a makes thing. Sense. I'm I'm about to put on but, Instagram. Hold on. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> that's just, it's, it's it, it is it's like that convincing. Yeah, we'll throw yeah. up a picture in the YouTube. But no, I just comment. Think comment if you think that they're similar. At least they're absolutely right. Maybe father son. Pull it. I don't know. All I'm saying is this: is that uh, Jimmy Butler is playing lights out for one and two. TD Garden might be cursed, and yes, I'm still angry about the Bruins. So I will dial. Well, that hill. do you want to say anything yeah. else about NBA before we jump to NHL? Because you've got to respond about the Bruins. 
But do you think yeah, that fair. the Celtics like stand any chance at all? That's the real question. All I'm saying is if there's a city where you're telling me there's a chance, somebody <laughs> being down 0-3, there's one thing you have to do in game three, which they did last night, which is get absolutely blown out. Go watch the 30 <laughs> for 30. That team got absolutely destroyed in game three, and they all came out the next day, and they're like, hey, just don't let us win tonight. I think the only the point I can concede that you just said there was that they got absolutely blown out. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's about all I, I can mean, get both, both of these series, though, like they're both 3-0. <laughs> it has been such a like non-competitive final or championship round. Lopsided, yeah. absolutely. Hopefully, yeah. I thought the Lakers were good final. Win. Maybe we know. <laughs> yeah. I so thought, who are you pulling well, for just, now? Is that your team well, now? Yeah. Well, no, it's big, bro. Yeah, I have a lot of teams, but uh, I, no, I just thought right like, now it's the, the heat. playoffs. Stop interrupting me, Joe. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I thought LeBron in the playoffs, uh, yeah. man. He's just a different. <laughs> All right, peace. <laughs> LeBron in the playoffs is just a different animal. And so that's why I just thought. And plus the experience that he has is just unbelievable. But I also thought the Celtics. One would say like Mario. Yeah, like Mario. The, like Mario. So, Would you well, agree, like Christian? I'm just saying that no, some would compare LeBron to a Mario. Where... You just know he's going to pull it out and win. Yeah. No matter how much little brother picks <laughs> yeah. Luigi. I'm telling you what, man. Uh, Mario is just going to pull it out. Every time. That was a, good, that was a great same, same with Braun. It, it, takes, wow. it takes some special connections to, to connect Mario yeah, with LeBron. Thanks for saying that. That was, yeah. that was all in my big brain that did that. Yeah. To Jack Black now, you're right? You're so now. intelligent. Gosh, you're so intelligent. We're going to look at a Heat and the Nuggets finals. Huh? Who do you think is going to win that? Not the NBA because that viewership is going to be rough. Yeah, going sticking with the Heat. Yeah, they wanted the Lakers, yeah, Celtics. Just, everybody think. Oh, I'm sticking with Michael Jordan's son. Yeah, yeah, me too. Clip that. <laughs> so, before we devolve too much, is that a word? Devolve? Yeah, dissolve? absolutely. Smart yeah. guy, tell me, is it? Okay, devolve anyway. is a word. Uh, yeah. NHL playoffs. Mm. First, heartbreaking. The Canes losing two overtime games at home. Not good. Not good. And the Panthers are Panthers are a wagon right now. Yeah, I mean that kind of momentum to win those. Like, if anything, you would think that the the Canes would pull those games out. Like the overtime, you're like the rest of the playoffs. You're like, if they get to overtime, they're winning. That's right. Greatest team. Yeah, at least one. Panthers. But like game one was like the fourth longest NHL playoff game of all time. Like it was. Very long. So, like, you go into game two, everybody's got rubber legs. And then to go yeah. to overtime again, it's just... That's brutal. Yeah. So, they're, they're not only yeah. exhausted, they're also decimated. I would love one of those two teams to win it all. But, I mean, if you keep playing stuff like this, it's going to be hard to, like, yeah, be fresh in another series. So, do you have anything to say about the Bruins? That's, um, that's all I want to give you the floor. You deserve it. I appreciate this. Um, I've got a lot to get off my chest right here. Mm-hmm. A lot of it being that why are we playing injured players down the stretch before the playoffs? I get it. They're hockey players, and hockey players don't like to look weak, but you know it's not weak? Playing with a stress fracture in your foot. Like, yeah. It's also not smart. You're right. And so there's some serious things that have started coming out that you're like, hmm. And then during the playoffs, they looked at, uh, Patrice Bergeron, who is undoubtedly just cap, oh, captain, my captain. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, Patrice, do you think you should just sit out for game? He was sitting out for a bit, and they're like, do you think you should sit out for game five? And he looks at the coach, and he's like, I'm playing. And he's like, no, no, no. no. They're like, do you think you should sit out? He's like, I'm playing. And Did so, I stutter? I was so torn because, like, I'm all about, like, that tough man mentality there. But, like, clearly right. guys were playing hurt, and you got to make that call way earlier. The goalie switch should have happened earlier. Just completely mismanaged. It's a shame because the team that was the I said it on this podcast, so I'll own it. Team of Destiny vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the league leading Boston it, Bruins. It'll forever have an asterisk. Like all the records they did will be locked into Correct. the fact that they blew a three-one lead. <laughs> like, yeah, they didn't even make it to the finals. No, not even close. It's brutal. I'm debating like, saying it, but someone, when everyone was all on the Bruins hype, was like, I don't know, are they going to be the type of team that has an incredible wow. regular season and then falls in the playoffs early? It hurts. Well, Joe's That's always like say. negative Nancy, too. Joe, whenever wow. something good happens in sports, wow. Joe is the opposite, right? So if like the Lakers are on fire, they're like, oh, well, LeBron's playing with like a sprained ankle and like he's not going to make the championship. 
maybe I'm just having to balance out bandwagon sea doggy dog. <laughs> you need fair. a little yin and yang. You're a little skeptical. You are a little skeptical. I am a skeptic. You, he is yeah. very skeptical. I, I like a chip <laughs> on my back. You'll push back even if there's like no argument to be made. And then you somehow yeah. convince me that like you're right. And I'm like, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> How'd I get here? Uh, being on vacation with the rest of my siblings. That's true. I, I don't do come by that, honestly. As the youngest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My so mom has even how? said, she listens to this podcast, and she's like, yeah, I love it. Just sometimes gives me a little PTSD uh, when, you know, you and Christian are going at it and arguing. <laughs> Feels like I'm at the dinner table again <laughs> with all of y'all. <laughs> hey, Joe's got three brothers. Yeah, Joe loves just playing devil's advocate to whatever I say. Like, he could agree with what I say. But then he'll just like he'll say <laughs> something else. Unreal. And then we'll, and then we'll like it. we'll talk we'll talk off camera, and he's like, "Yeah, no, you're probably right." <laughs> All right. No comment. That's what they teach you to say, right? So, uh, Let's talk so about how many people. How yeah, many people are at this uh, beach house? Too many? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's just enough. Just uh, enough. Well, we're missing a few. There's a couple of folks. So Joe's brother Bradley and his family are in Senegal. And so we do miss mm. them. So we got to yeah. say that. And then Jake, Jake and Heather, who've been on the pod. That's right. Uh, oh, yeah. They're, they're not, not here. They're not here as well. And, and then we're missing... Uh, my wife, Kaylin. Kaylin. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So The rest of Wait, that, a lot of people here. She is in Denver right now, then has a conference in Vegas. Because work things. Because work. Because she she's a baller. Work? She had a cousin's graduation. And she's actually another person we're missing... Uh, my sister-in-law, Whitney, oh, yeah. is at home because she's pregnant. Gotta and Caitlin's baby. actually with her right now. So that's fun. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Whitney's going to hear this and I'm going to get so much flack. Yeah. I'm, I deserve every bit of that. Sorry, Whitney. <laughs> He's not sorry. <laughs> but sorry. speaking of, I had a transition in my head. I've already lost it. Let's talk about you a little bit. Smart so, man, attorney. attorney. Oh, that's, that's right. I said no comment. No comment. And I was asking would, would an attorney advise me to say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, under the advice of counsel, I, I, I don't feel that comfortable speaking on that question. See, uh, <laughs> never say I plead the fifth because a lot of times it doesn't apply. Please stop. <laughs> Let's get that PSA out there. And I'm not that kind of attorney, so that's fair too. That's but, good yeah. to know, though. Yeah, yeah. So we have in our presence one of the best D2 kickers of all time, right? <laughs> Please do not Google my stats. They were so bad. Maybe a I'm high school enough. superstar. Yeah, tell us Dude, exactly what to look up. I don't know that I ever actually made a field goal outside of PATs <laughs> in my college career. And I'm going to own that unless he comes back and he's like, yeah, yeah, you did. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, but, yeah, but it's all, Anything's upside from there. No, but uh, it was a blast. Yeah. What about a high school huddle? What, what should we go to? No, there was no high school huddle. I did have, a, there's a film out there of my kickoff song was Three Little Birds by Bob Marley and the Whalers. Okay. Nice. And uh, it's just always calmed me down right for kickoff. It was nice. a blast. Uh, went to a small little uh, 1A school in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Had a couple of game winners, which is how the nickname Iceman came around. Oh, you were asking about that. Yeah. Because when we started this up, I was like, Trey, you want to. Have we even said that? No. Real no. name Trey. Real name is Trey. That's totally fair. <laughs> I was like, fair. Trey, do you I don't want think a blogger? I've never name? said that on the podcast. Yeah. Like classic, like there goes my song. You want like a, a blogger name? Yeah. So Iceman Trey. Yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, the only time I really ever had a nickname was in high school. And a couple people call me Iceman after a couple of clutch weeks of kicking field goals. And he's like, Oh yeah, we're bringing that back. And oh, like, yeah. like, it's a great name. Great yeah. Nickname. Well, and Adam Vinatieri is the true kicking ice man. Let me be clear. And there's just if there's but anybody you were close, anyone. Yeah, it was real close. I mean, I was like yeah. eight yards away from being a D one. <laughs> eight yards away. And I just found this out. Your claim to fame of a kicker that you kicked with. Oh Let's yeah. Share about Come that, guys. Yeah. So uh, Sam Martin for one. Yeah. Um, who went to App State, but now punts for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Sam, Bills Martin, yeah. Sam Martin is one. So I used to play baseball at Ferrum. Our shortstop, that was his cousin, Sam Martin. Get out. Sam yeah. Martin's the man. I'm feeling um, left out now. So Sam and I would go. So I would go down to Atlanta. I had a coach down there I'd go work with from time to time. And uh, Sam was another guy that had worked with that coach. And uh, I'll never forget going out and kicking with Sam and realizing real quick I wasn't going D1. Like Sam was just a freak athlete. He was putting, he was, we were doing kickoffs from one in line on a soccer field and he was putting them over the crossbar of the other goal. That's and I remember nuts. being like, Whoa, that is a long way. And I'm like, I'm going to hit the 18 yard box and that's going to be my goal. And so, yeah, no, yeah. Sam's an awesome dude. Uh, Chandler Catanzaro, big shout out to the cat man uh, from, had a great career at Clemson and then went on to play a little bit in the mm. NFL. Uh, just what a stud and a great human being too. I uh, hope Chandler's doing well. He's down in Charleston now. 
Sweet. his family. Um, so yeah, I got to kick with a couple guys that were just a blast and a good time. Nice. Uh, and I feel like <clears throat> a couple weeks ago, Christian and I both were a little bit harsh towards kickers when we were, were analyzing the draft. You were. And we are a high accountability podcast. And I lit you up. So on text. I'm giving you the floor to light us up right now. I believe my words were, uh, have you ever heard of the concept of hidden yardage? Question mark, exclamation point. If you haven't heard of hidden yardage, it is my favorite football stat. So basically it's the pod, the plus minus of what yards you gain or lose based on special teams. So mm -hmm. if you shank a punt out of bounds, what are the negative yards back off your net normally or your average? Like or probably guy, 50 yards if you right, shake it. Right, right. So if you kick it to a guy, what is your where he catches it, everything he runs up from there is a minus. Uh -huh. Or if he goes, if it rolls and it goes beyond him, that's a plus, mm -hmm. right? And so your goal is to have the lowest number or closest to zero or a positive as number right. as possible. And if you look at what the Patriots did, because I know that's, guess that's who y'all were talking about, right? Is they took a punter and a kicker in the draft. That matters. And in a world where they are close, right? The Patriots are a team that they're, they're yeah. darn close. If they can figure out what's going on with Mac Jones, then you're looking at hidden yardage as a main reason to take that next step. And mm -hmm. if uh, I'm going to give my, our boy Shane Beamer a, a little call out here. Beamer ball. Beamer ball is real. And if you need mm -hmm. anywhere else to look, go look at the University of South Carolina last year. Kai. Kai Kroger. The Kai Light Reel. The human Kai Light Reel has an incredible QBR as well. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I loved special teams as a kid or, and I guess high school and then through college was a blast. Played for two years and then Joe and I share in common that we have a gnarly back injury. <laughs> and that's what st took me out of uh, college sports. Doctor said, that's why I, we don't see Trey on Sundays. That's exactly why yeah. you don't see me on Sundays. I, that was my next question. Was why yeah, don't we see Trey on Sundays? That's it. I have an L4, L5, S1 grade two spondyly the oh, Benjamin's down there, uh, downstairs spondylolis thesis, which is basically a fracture mm -hmm. of my vertebrae that I need to do more core workouts with James in order to get it right. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, but no, it's, it just, so my, my whole thing was like, and the reason I guess the, the kicker punter has a bad taste in my mouth was that guy from Florida or Florida state university who like was a top 100 pick in the draft and then Roberto. was awful. Yeah, right? Roberto like, Aguayo. He was nuts in college. The, the toughest part though is like kicking is already like a mental, like it screws with you mentally, pressure-wise. And like to That's be a I high draft man. pick, to be a high draft pick though, that puts some extra pressure. Like, hey, you're a kicker and you're drafted in the third round, Right. And yep. so, I don't know, man. Like, mentally, that's tough. I think that's just tough for a kicker to overcome. Well, so, in third rounds early, like, let's be honest. Like, that is, yeah. that is a, I'll be honest. Well, in well, Harrison Butker that kicks, yeah. let's talk about it, right? You're a Panthers fan. The Panthers yeah. drafted Harrison Butker, like, fifth round a couple years ago and then cut him yeah. after, after, after a training I was camp. so pissed off. This is another reason, right? It was like, we drafted sure, a kicker, and then two years later, he's not on the team. And I'm like, yeah. What's the highest you think a kicker should go in the draft as a kicker? If we're talking guys that are just like, okay, so I know this is a little controversial. The Matt Ariaza kid that mm -hmm. got in a lot of trouble, he's been uh, evidently cleared of charges recently, but he got drafted, I think, like fourth round last year or something like that. And this kid's stats from San Diego State, his punting stats were unreal. But I still think fourth round is absolute earliest, and you better be a cheat yeah. code for that hidden yardage conversation right. we were just having. Yeah, which he is, yeah. which he legit is, and he's a triple threat. He does kickoffs, field goals, and punts. So, like at that point, you're getting oh wow, you're getting three for one basically. And this kid was elite, but he got into some legal troubles, and uh, it's messed him up. But the Bills took him a couple years uh, last year. Well, because the question then is, like I, I think this a lot with golfers, but with kickers, skill wise, what's the difference in like the top five to? Mm -hmm five to 20 like leg wise like is it comparable sure. and it's mental stuff or yeah no i think there's definitely a mental side of it absolutely right. so i mean but i do think there is a certain point even in high school when you when you know whether or not your physique frankly your build yeah. or your just natural athleticism is going to take over for you to kick so like christian catanzaro that i was talking about or chandler catanzaro sorry played for christ church episcopal school mm -hmm. who is our rival mm -hmm. in high school but chandler and i would kick together from time to time and uh, I knew like Chandler's kicking 56 in high school. 
That's like, so him going to Clemson totally made sense. I knew at a certain point that, you know, I think my long in high school was 48, even 48 to 56 is eight yards in, but knowing you can get to 56 at 17 or 18 years old, you know, it. it's, 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 it's an analytic that's very clear. Now, um, certainly if you get the yips or whatever you want to call it and you start shanking kicks all over the place, there's a mental battle there. You got to reset. You got to get your mind right. Um, but it, I, I talk to people, it's a lot like hitting when you're playing golf, you're supposed to let the club do the work, right? Like you're supposed to know how your golf swing with your irons right. or your wedges and things like that are supposed to work. Kicking is no different. Mm-hmm. You should have pretty much the same swing every time you're kicking, especially field goals, kicking the ball. However, there is this natural desire to want to absolutely destroy the football. And right. so the, the guys that figure it out that you're hitting your pitching wedge with your right foot from 20 yards on a PAT, the same way you're hitting your driver hmm. from 50, that is, that's the difference between kickers. Yeah. And that's the easy analogy but, for people to get. But then like the tough part about it, I guess with, cause like I get what you're saying that there are like the elite athletes that you see Absolutely. early on, like that makes sense. But then of the teams, let's say the like shelf life of a kick, <clears throat> kicker is like 10 years average, sure. longer, shorter, like, you're not cycling through that many kickers. Mm-mm. And then you get a ton of people who are that D1, good D1 level. Right. And you're getting essentially two from each school mm-hmm. per like kicker that's. Right. And so to, well, to separate yourself is absolutely nuts. A lot yeah. of guys will get mini camp contracts uh, to go in and just be a tryout guy or even be like a scout team guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, that's yeah, why it's hard it's though tough. to say anything over yeah. a fourth round or under a fourth round. Well, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. absolutely right. Difference. There's a dime yeah. dozen factor. Go ahead. No, I didn't mean to cut well, you just off. Like the, no, just like the difference and like skill level, like Joe's talking about, is probably just so small where it's like if you're 6'5", 330 and run a 4'5", 40 as a defensive end. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Right? Like, right, right, right. And so, yeah. And so, from the physical side of things, uh, you know, you look at guys like Justin Tucker, right? Yeah. That man is a physique and he is a first ballot hall of famer. And you just don't say that for kickers. Uh, right. other than like Morton Anderson and Vinatieri Vinatieri. Right. When y'all, y'all need to do a draft of uh, clutchest athletes at some point. And, uh, and so, cause I want to see where y'all take Vinatieri. We'll fight over that. Um, yeah, but draft, I would say yeah. is that, I mean, there's a guy, <laughs> there's a, there's, there's absolutely a level there that like, and, and but you look at this in any sport, right? Either you got the clutch gene or you don't. Yeah. And at a certain point, if you don't, it will wear you out. And then the top level is the clutch, the clutch gene and the talent gene. That's which right. Is just you have to combine it. You have to have the and consistency. And then in the yeah. work, for the most part, like I feel like I keep ragging on the podcast, but like Jadavian Clowney, it's like yeah, no, it's he's fair. got it. But like, look where he's ended up now because he doesn't quite put in the work. It's like you That's can't right. really work, yeah. pick off there. Well, I tell people all the time that a closer in baseball is the best comparison to a kicker because you are called upon very infrequently. And when you go out there, you're, you got to go do your job. Your job is very yeah. short-lived, but you better perform yeah. as you're supposed to. Yeah, go out there, do your job. And everybody knows what's coming. Yeah. Like you're Mariano Rivera, you're throwing cutter, cutter, cutter. Mm-hmm. Like, but you like miss on one pitch a lot of times there, ties the that's game. That's right. And you see guys all the time, like they got to rest or they get a phantom injury and they have to go down to AAA for a, you know, a rehab start or whatever the heck it is. Well, kickers don't get that joy, right? I would love to have like a relegation league for <laughs> kickers to be like, go get your head right and come on back. Yeah. But no, but a closer throw, in baseball yeah. is easy. Or you can throw 104 yeah, yeah. like Chapman. Yeah, and Rafi Devers can just take a yard as a rookie. Yeah. Too soon? I'm always here for Rafi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. We've talked about kickers, I think, enough on this episode that I feel like we can rag on them for the next like, yeah. month and a half, two months. We'll have you back on, defend their honor, <laughs> and rag on them again. When, and I'll tell you guys this. We're fair game. And kickers agree with that. Like yeah. We joke all the time we're a cult. So when you're doing eval camps and you're going to different schools doing trials and stuff, you know all the other guys that are there. Yeah. And you know who you're competing with. So there were c- certain guys that showed up and I was like, oh, man. I was like. Uh, Justin Tucker's yeah, here. Yeah, right, right, right. So you show up and you're like, this is going to be a long day no matter how yeah. well I do. But, but I mean, yeah, no. Kickers are fair game. They're absolutely fair game. They're part of the team. They deserve as much flack as a quarterback or or a guy that drops a pass. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's yeah. also, 
I would want to be a punter over a kicker. I'm just getting that out there. Meal ticket, future yeah. for anybody listening with small children, the meal ticket. Long snapper? Long snapper. Yeah. Absolutely. Really? That is the play. Oh, yeah. If yeah, you are good. Just keep your head down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Keep your head down. Uh, shout out to Jack Dalton, who was my long snapper back yeah. in the day at North Greenville. That dude, I would buy him uh, cheeseburgers and Gatorades if he'd flip a guy on PATs. So a guy tried to jump over him. At that point, it was still legal. It's a penalty now. Yeah. But Jack would just like flip a guy. And so the last thing I see is the ball's going through is some guy's legs up in the air. And Jack's turn around and he'd give me like a thumbs up. You get two field goals through his legs. <laughs> that's and right, that's right. I want six points for that. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah, kicker's a fair game. <laughs> from, well, Here's the cheeseburger. From the, that's right. For the draft, though, like the actual draft, not our draft, uh, were any teams that you felt like came out ahead on it? On the, on the special I'm, I'm starting or no, just in general. I love what the Panthers did. I really yeah. do. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I might be biased. So long story short, that's where my Boston sports side yeah. ends because John Casey mm-hmm. let me come and hang out with him at a oh, mini really? camp. Yeah, so I cool. got to go kick with John Casey in high school, and forever will be grateful for that opportunity. That's so cool. I asked him. I was oh, like, Hey, cool. so what's the biggest difference between kicking here and kicking in college? And he's like, mm-hmm. I'm feeding my kids. And I was like, Holy cow! I've never thought about it, wow. but it's a job. Man. He's like, Every kick is yeah. to feed my children. That's so cool. Uh, so John Casey's a legend, obviously, and uh, so he's my yeah. favorite Panther of all Lefty, time. Lefty, right? Yeah, Lefty, yeah, that's yeah. right. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so um, I think the Panthers really came out ahead. Uh, I like a. I, I'm really fascinated to see what the Falcons do because now I feel like they have a veteran quarterback. They need to figure out what they're doing. Drake London and Kyle Pitts and Bijan. It just looks like he's got all all the intangibles. So yeah, I'm, I'm a little scared of Atlanta right now. He does look like a yeah. complete bag. Yeah, we'll I see. like the LT comparison for him, though. Ooh, we'll see. Expound we'll see. on that, sir. Yeah, I. I don't know, man. T- taken because what did he go? What, was, what did he go overall officially? Was it, it eight? Was like eighth? I think yeah, eighth, because right. Carter yeah, dropped to ninth, right? Right, yeah. right. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know. I mean, traditionally, like if you're t- we're talking about needles here in the NFL draft, like that's why we don't take kickers in the second round because like the needle is so small, right? But like yeah, I right, feel right, like right, it's, right. it's the same for running back, like it's the exact oh, yeah. same. Where it's like, yeah, you you have special athletes like Saquon or you have special like Derrick Henry, but like if you don't give them a line and you don't give them a good offensive scheme, like there, right. there's there's nothing they can do. When the Falcons abuse their running backs, so I can get that. I can understand that. All right, so, so who, who, in y'all's opinion, pick one pick of the entire draft that you thought was the perfect landing spot for that play? Jalen Carter. Why? Gosh dang it, that's what I was gonna say. No, you took that from me. <laughs> okay, take it. I'll I'll come up with another one. Take it. It's yours. Uh, just because I'm a bandwagon Eagles fan, Jalen Carter. But like, Jalen Carter is the definition of an eagle. I was telling Joe that like after the NFL draft, like. The Eagles, like they, they don't care what the players have done in the past. Like they just want athletes. When they got chemistry now, they will that the yeah. the Philadelphia yeah. Bulldogs, man. Like you just bring <laughs> someone into that team, and then is Sue coming back next year? Do we know? Is he done? I don't know. Done. Uh, but anyway, like Hassan Reddick, like there's just so many good building blocks around him. He's gonna. I think it's great for the Eagles, and then I think for his career, he's just going to get like a launch, and then he's going to be what stays on, okay. whether he goes to another team or something afterwards. Uh, that's my personal preference or like personal thought on it. Another pick. Mm. Who who would be yours? Come back to me. Give me Anthony Richardson to the Colts. I, I oh, like that. I love it. Yeah. So, locker room guy. Did y'all have y'all heard the story? That like he was at like this rookie dinner. Have y'all heard about this? No. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. He stayed behind because people made a mess and he stayed behind and helped the staff clean up after this rookie dinner. Not like the team rookie dinner, like with all the other draft picks. Okay, so that's a character. Yeah. Man. All right. So you have to have if you're gonna have a field general who's gonna step in and listen, whatever you want to say about his career at Florida, fine. But at the same time, that goes miles to being mentally sound in the NFL. Yeah. And so for him, hey, awesome. I think Anthony Richardson has, he can do whatever. He is going to be the reason he booms or busts. And that's, I think, an awesome situation for him. And not being number one overall gives him like breathing room. I like that a lot. That was up there for me. Those are both good ones. We were talking about that. Like being a quarterback, like there's such a big difference mentally. I forgot what quarterback said it. 
but like it's such a big difference going in like the like the number one overall QB in that draft class or like the number four. Like the number four, it's like, yeah, yeah, if you're a bust, you don't work out, like that That's sucks, right. but you don't have all that pressure of like a Bryce Young, right? Like if Bryce Young doesn't do well, and I'm a huge Panthers fan. So if Bryce Young doesn't do well, it's an awful pick. I hate the Panthers. But if he does great, that's a phenomenal pick. That's right. So so Christian, what do you think about uh like the Will Will Levis? What's your Will Levis analysis? I I think that's the best thing that could have happened to him. And the reason I, I say that, that I, said, I said that earlier, and the reason I said that is like you you just take all of that like all of that pressure because he played at Kentucky, right? He didn't play at like a big time SEC school, right? Like Kentucky's SEC, but they're not they're not big time, right? Like so for to, for all that pressure to be like kind of like released and turn into like more of a chip on the shoulder, I think it's the best thing that could ever ever happen to him. Yeah, well, and he has the physical tools like i think the weirdest thing is people's like well he he's kind of like josh allen people weren't big on him coming into the draft but he learned how to use his physical tools and i'm like that's a really steep comparison to be making yeah Yeah. but hey more power to him josh allen was very inaccurate coming into his career yeah will loves just needs to stop putting mayo in his coffee that's disgusting i hate mayo mayo so much oh yeah Ew. Oh yeah! Don't don't do it. Don't, don't Google don't, it. This but will do. not be on but the YouTube. Do. So it's not like butter. It's I not think like if you keto. Can... No, I'm wait, trying to change the, the subject fast. Mayonnaise <laughs> makes me want to just yak all over the microphone right Dude, now. I love mayonnaise. <laughs> I think though, if he can sit a year and behind Tannehill, with some mayo. He's still talking about mayonnaise. <laughs> it's disgusting. Not aioli. Oh, oh, none of that. None of that. Give me the ravioli. Oh man, I can't even finish my point now about okay. him. No, I can. I'm gonna finish eating okay, the shot of mayonnaise. Up. You want like a mayonnaise popsicle while you're at it? <laughs> I know where you got that from. I know where you got that from. <laughs> All right. So I think though that if Will Levis sits a year with Tannehill, there's like still like even less pressure. He gets to learn from a veteran. I think it could be good. Titans are gonna be good this year. Right. Gonna be rebuilding. Right. Could be interesting. Yeah, I, so I like that a lot. Another pick that I I was torn thinking, uh Quentin Johnson. I took him the, in my dynasty draft. Going to the Chargers. Mike Williams been like a little bit Keenan Allen is getting old, injured a lot. Justin Herbert, he's gonna be like getting him the ball. He's got a great frame. I think he's gonna I think that's a really good draft pick. Yeah. I do too. You do too. Which is why I took him in my dynasty I think, I think rookie draft. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a really good move. Yeah, and Herbert, the floor, man? Herbert's or, so close to being great. Yeah, he is. He's on the cusp. Yeah, I feel like I haven't ragged on Trevor Lawrence in a while. He gets so much more love than Justin <laughs> Herbert. It's the hair. It's well, I mean, Justin. Justin. Justin Herbert's is better. It has a little character to it. Yeah, but also Trevor Lawrence was. A higher draft pick. Exactly. And I think that's the like biggest garbage of where draft picks are. You but know what I mean? Also like one of the because best it's college quarterbacks. It's yeah, I, I'm with Christian here. I'm sorry. Mm. Even as a Carolina guy, <laughs> mm. like that yeah. is South Carolina. Listen, mm. I get it. Yeah. Right. Mm. Uh before somebody corrects me on that. But uh the listen, Carolina. he was. Christian's exactly right. He was I was a generational talent in high school. He yeah, playing lose. against other high schoolers in the ACC. Clip that. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. But no, Christian's exactly yeah. right. Like, I mean, they were talking about I remember when he lost his first game with the Jags, and they're like, This is the first game he's lost that he started since he was like, like his 14 soccer. years old. Yeah. Yeah. And then when Dude's they played a, a Saturday game and then he lost that was like the first one since he was I think legitimately like 14. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean yeah, But that's why. I mean, he's there's just so much hype around. And and he still has a lot of time. I'm like, I don't think he's played up to the hype, but he definitely hadn't played bad. Like he's had some right. bad throws and some bad right decisions, but like every single definitely hasn't played comes. bad. I don't think I can get behind that. But like hey, comparative hey, to the hype, like first of all, if he was a second round draft pick and he's playing the way he is, he's a G. Like he's a genius, right? Like he's a great talent. But like the fact that he is such like has this hype, like I don't think he's played bad for like the hype that he's gotten, but he hadn't lived up to it yet. That's what I'm trying to say. 
Maybe. He's got like one wide receiver too in Christian Kirk. Yeah. Like his And uh who's ETN, the tight end? If ETN stays healthy. Oh, uh Mercedes uh, Lewis. Is that What's that? Eddie? What's this? Yeah. ETN and ETN. ETN. They said it a lot on our but, TV um, when we were uh, at Carolina. But like their tight ends good too. Anyway, I feel like we should jump into Florida, man. Let both of you go for it. Oh my. Yeah. So right now, our record is two to one, but I think you might be back. So we might as well get you a record going into this. Oh so my. I've got yeah. one. I'm going to read it. Both of you vote. Christian, you can vote first. Okay. Then Trey, you can hedge. All right. Which you format know. are we here? Or is this a is one is true? One, one is, is true and one is false. Just to be clear. All right. Unless I want to okay. get in your mind. It's going to hurt. All right. Story number one. Everything just got quiet really quick. Story number one, a Florida man was arrested after a wild chase involving not one, but two stolen police vehicles. It all began when the police responded to a disturbance at a motel when the man hopped into a police car and took off, prompting a pursuit. The stolen police vehicle was eventually forced off the road and crashed into the trees. But the man didn't give up. When officers tried to apprehend him, he made a daring escape by stealing another police vehicle and speeding down the highway. Police eventually were able to puncture the man's tires, forcing him to pull over on the median where he was promptly taken into custody. Mm. Resilience. It's a buzzword. I like this that. man knows a lot about it. It was like a movie. Yeah. Story number two. A Florida man's drug operation was busted when police boats arrived at the small island where he was loading the cargo. The police had already secured the man's boat, leaving him trapped. When a surge of adrenaline, with the surge of adrenaline, he raced towards one of the police boats and took off in it. Police quickly pursued in the remaining boats. According to witnesses, the man managed to evade police pursuit for 15 minutes before losing control and running the vessel aground. Surrounded by officers, the man's bravado faded and he was handcuffed and taken into custody. Yeah, I got this one. Story two, about say. Is, fa- story two is false. Story one is true. I actually agree with that. Dang, yeah. y'all are both right. Let's go. Come on. That's what I get for doing this last minute. No one's going to believe my stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know I didn't do you that. Know what one. I that, was, that was on me. I'm, I'm going to diminish y'all's win. That was on me. Why, why? You, you know what gave it? You know what got me there? What, what got you? You threw bravado in there. <laughs> I was like, I know big that's words. That's a Joe word. <laughs> that's a Joe word to be like, oh, bravado. bravado. You'll never you know see got, it coming. You know what got me there? was Joe's at the beach and that was a boat story. <laughs> I love it. So I it's knew bad. Joe, I knew he made that one up. I knew it couldn't be too much of a coincidence that he's at the There's beach. There's literally a sailboat. There's literally a sailboat out here right now within yeah, eyesight. I mean, yeah, within, uh, it's, it's the one I see. Uh, what I always, what leaves me a little bit confused with you in that reasoning is about every other time it's like, it's so similar so you wouldn't have done it. <laughs> and then the other time it's so similar so I know that you did that. <laughs> But you're like right, like ninety percent of the time. It makes no sense. It, 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 it is impressive. Not. Listen, <laughs> all I'm saying is I listen. I listen to y'all on the way to work most days. Like a nice little commute, and and every now and then, like I'll of course I'll play along, which I hope everybody's doing at this yes. point, right? Yeah, like, please, that, that is such a great way to engage in this. And so when when y'all are going through stories, either I'll pause it and think on it for a second <laughs> or whatever. And I am I am normally with Joe where I'm just either wrong, unfortunately, <laughs> or like just way off on my reasoning of why. <laughs> And so it's weird being on the mic now that you go through it and I'm like, I'm in complete agreement with Christian. Like, yes. Yes. <laughs> like, what is happening to me? I'll tell well, you what, three it's, something, it's something that I just have this gut instinct when he reads the stories. It's, I, I told him, it. I told him he needs to let Whitney, who, who we talked about earlier, I, Whitney's got a, a strong wit and literally and uh, I was like you need to let Whitney write one because then it's like she, you're completely out of it that's true I probably do either way you've got three dubs you got one dub Batting I only have thousand. one dub you are one for one one for one nice, in the kicker world that's Used great you as well <laughs> the kicker world that is good let's go you are three and four well not done. three for one Three, four, four. So the draft. You got a the, little cold there for a bit, Christian. Glad to have you back in the W call. Yeah. 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 It, it, it well, happens to the best of us. I get lucky sometimes. Even a blind squirrel. Three and three, four, four, three and one. I messed it up that time. You did. I was, yeah, was going to say, I'm, I'm three for four. I've given so you so much. One. I've ragged on you a lot for that. And then I just messed it up. 750. Still good. 
hand up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, draft. So what we're doing here is it is a zombie apocalypse survival squad. That's it. So the way this is working, great. these picks don't have to be in any order, but you get one superhero. So you can't like stack your team with superheroes. You get one government agent. So just think like the classic. I'll give one away. Jack Bauer, for instance. All right. And then you get one athlete and then one wild card. Wild card is open, but you with great responsibility. With great power. With great power comes great responsibility. You got to get creative with it, is what we're saying to that. Joe's taking Uncle Ben from Spider-Man with mm. his wild card. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I love I'm it. Love it. really confident. Love it. All right. Yeah. So it's great that you're confident. You get the second pick. Trey gets first as our honored guest. Appreciate yeah. that. Then I get third. So, right. so uh, out the gate, uh, I'm going to do something a little probably not expected. I'm going to take my athlete first. And this is because mm. I I know you know of this person as an option. And I would think Christian does as well. Give me Chipper Jones oh. at the athlete one. Because that man, have you heard the story of him and Freddie Freeman? No. There was a snowpocalypse in Atlanta. All right. Freddie, everybody loves him. We don't have to talk about it, Brave Sands. We don't have to talk about it. Heartbroken, but go Uh, on. He gets stranded in his car in traffic. Chipper Jones grabs his four wheeler and drives out there and gets Freddie Freeman out of his car and drives him back to his house. Uh, He also just like loves the outdoors, big outdoorsman. Give me Chipper Jones. That's an angle that I did not think about for athlete, if I'm being honest. I was straight up. Yeah athleticism yeah so what for you me, i'm gonna go superhero first right okay and someone had to say it because this is the easiest pick it's spider-man i mean it, it by far is the best pick. not what not, i thought yeah. was and the reason is yeah. my guy can get away in any any instance ever it doesn't matter where he is he's he's there he's gone He's already gone. You know who can get away? That's smart. But easier? Iron Man. <laughs> he just goes off Is into orbit. Take? Yeah, Iron Man's my pick. Ooh, so right on back-to-back super. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, so we snake this or am I up now? Uh, you're up now. No snake. Uh, at, at, the, at the government agent pick, give me James Bond. No! Oh. I was torn about that. That's who I had. And I was like, do I go James Bond now or do I take Iron Man? <laughs> Stupid idiot. Stupid idiot. 007. Should have been mine. I tell you what, man. For me, it was a movie I just watched. My government agent's Mike Bannon. And Angel Ooh. has fallen, and then London <laughs> has fallen. Good pick. Good pick. He's That's such a quality. Mm. Man pulls it out. <laughs> I really goofed. I, I didn't think James Bond would. I didn't think you were going James Bond. There's an obvious one here for government agent. But I'm not going to say it because I might take it as my wild card. An obvious one. Is it Jason Bourne? It might be. Yeah, that's who I'm going. Oh. I should have. I didn't set up any of my picks. Pick number two, Jason Bourne. There you go. I respect it. All right. So come back to me. Right. Um, so with my superhero pick, uh, I'm struggling. I really am. But I think where I end up is Doctor Strange. Give me Doctor Strange. Uh, the Mystic Arts, the ring thingy. You got teleportation there. He can go from spot the to spot as he needs thing. to. He can just mess with people's minds. And so uh, I'm going to say that Doctor Strange is incredibly useful during the, That's the zombie apocalypse. I'm just the as, foresight. I'm assuming that with Tony Stark, I get all of his monetary backing. And so all of my characters just get Iron Man suits. <laughs> and engineering skills. Dude built the first Iron Man suit yeah. in a cave. He got the Avengers together, so. That's right. Mm. Anyway, what you got, see, doggy dog? My athlete is just, I imagine in an apocalypse, it's hot, right? It's a hot environment. Okay. There's a lot of close calls. So my athlete is Joe Burr. I mean, if anyone can pick apart an apocalypse, it's Joe Burr. He can also just sling a football yeah, through he, his heads. He's just throwing, <laughs> he's throwing grenades everywhere. <laughs> yeah. All right. Mm. Okay. For mine, oh, this is, I, this pick makes no sense for me. All right. But I think I need Yoda. 
Oh, you're taking your wild card. I need my wild card as Yoda, the wise leader of us. Boom. The wisdom. Wow, that's a good pick, Joe. I, I'm not. I'm not a crazy Star Wars person. That's why I'm like it's surprising for me. That is. I, I like. Yeah. It. Great pick. That is. Thank you. <laughs> I like that. Um, and so yeah. So I guess coming back around to my wild card. Yep. Uh, thinking in the same vein here. Give me Gandalf. Ooh, that would have made a lot more sense for me. Gandalf the White, to be clear. Yeah, we're not doing Gandalf the Gray. But he did slay a Balrog. I'd get real geeky real fast, but yeah, I'm just saying. Dang. Were you, were you thinking that before I went Yoda? Uh, yes, I was. Okay. That makes me feel better. I should have done him. Anyway, I didn't. But you can't. But I can't. I did. But I didn't. Okay. What you got, see doggy dog? My last pick. Your right? wild card? Last yeah, your wild card. It is a wild card, and it's going to be wild. It's going to be Mr. Incredible from the Whoa. Incredibles. Yeah. And I mean, with his superhuman strength, with Spider-Man's spidey powers, Joe Burrow, Mike Bannon, we're surviving whatever the world throws at us. That's fair. You're going to be okay. I like that. So rounding out, finishing the draft, my athlete, I'm going off sheer athletic ability because it's borderline superhuman. DK Metcalf. Oh. Like if anyone could defeat zombies just off of pure athleticism, it's DK Metcalf. I can see this. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And once again, talking about Christian's point of getaway speed. He might be Dash in a race. <laughs> yeah, he's will be Dash in a race. Will. I love it. Oh, well, this My is fun. Goodness. Thanks for joining us, guys, man. This is a blast. Thanks so much for having yeah. me. We'll have you on again. Christian, sure. I, I know you've called me out to come to Richmond. I need to do it soon. Yes. That's right. Absolutely. You need to, man. Let's do it. You need to. would love it. I, you hopped on the mic, and I was like, is Joe planning recording? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I should have panned. <laughs> panned the camera over a little bit more. Kickers like, for people. Kickers for people. <laughs> Specialist lives matter. That's all I'm saying. Peace. Uh, Peace out.